Hey, glad you can make it. And welcome to the Employee Cycle Podcast, where we talk to HR innovators, thought leaders, and even some disruptors about the latest in HR trends, HR tech, and you guessed it, HR data. Well, you've heard enough of me talking. Now let's start the show, 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 show. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Employee Cycle Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Marable, CEO of Employee Cycle. And you know us, we're that HR analytics dashboard, helping all of you HR and people leaders out there get rid of that manual, tedious, and time-consuming process you call HR reporting. That's right. We know a lot of you are pulling time-consuming, tedious, and messy spreadsheets from a lot of your different HR systems, trying to tell one data-driven story of your workforce, yet... You're always scratching your head thinking there has to be a better way. Well, look no further. That's why we created Employee Cycle with pre-built integration connectors so the most popular HRIS and ATS systems. We can pull in your data within 15 minutes, give you an out-of-the-box, real-time HR analytics dashboard, helping you view, share, track, and analyze all of your employee data in a beautiful dashboard in real time. Go to EmployeeCycle.com, check us out. We'd love to give you a demo and explore how we can partner to help you automate your HR reporting and analytics process. But that's enough about me and our company, because today we have a great guest on the show. So please help me welcome Chris Henricks. He's the co-founder of Boone Health. And today we're discussing the connection between mental well-being and professional development. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me on, Bruce. Really looking forward to this. Same here. Thanks for making some time to be on the show. So, Chris, everybody knows I always start off with this very important question to kick off the show. So, to kick this thing off, Chris, we need to know, how did you end up working in the wonderful world of HR? Yeah, no, that's a really good good question, Bruce. Um, So, I started working in the world of HR because I felt like there was a big gap uh, in the workplace. And I had this at my prior experiences working at a large uh, financial firm and then later a smaller real estate technology company. But I saw all of my colleagues going through a similar thing that I was. I was stressed with the amount of work that I had, generally growing at a pretty rapid pace, both personally and professionally. Uh, And there were times that I experienced burnout. And I didn't feel like I had a a great support system for personal growth and professional development and um, wanted to build a better way to support employees, but also have a lasting impact on the company that we support as well. Um, So started the business back in 2019 with two amazing co-founders and have been working in the world of HR since. Awesome. And then just quick plug for the audience, just so we know exactly what you and your company are doing. What is Boone Health? Yeah, so Boone is a personalized coaching platform that is partnering with businesses to provide one-on-one coaching to their employees. Um, We're coaching on all things personal growth, professional development, and overall mental well-being, really aligning with the business to help them uh, increase employee productivity, help their employees cope with stress, anxiety, and burnout, um, and, and ultimately want to make sure that they are remaining satisfied with their employer and with the work that they're doing. And so you have a number of outcomes that come through our platform, but uh, all, 
but but really just want to make sure that we're able to um, support the employees while also providing amazing impact at the company-wide level as well. Got it. Appreciate that. So today we're discussing the connection between mental well-being and professional development. And so if anyone is listening to this episode that's a long-term listener, they know that I always try to break down a lot of these buzzwordy, jargony terms in HR because they mean so many different things to so many people. So before we start talking about the connection between these two concepts, can you define for our audience, from your perspective, what does mental well-being mean? And then also, how are you defining professional development? Yeah, so mental well-being um, is often referred to as the the well-being of oneself. Um, and so making sure that that employees have an outlet to work through uh, overall wellness. So whether they are overcoming some daily challenges that they're facing, they have some goals that they're looking to accomplish. Um, I, view, I view mental well-being as a core competency for supporting oneself, uh, supporting others around them, and um, ultimately being your best self at work. Got it. So when we start to look at this combination and this connection between mental well-being and professional development, where does it start and how should I even be thinking about this? Do you believe most people are even making the connection and linking the two? What's the status of both of these living in one world or living in a world where they're linked and then they're really pushing each other? Yeah, I think historically you've um, often viewed these as pretty distinct topics, right? So you have um, human resources or people operations that are supporting employees' experience, depending on how large the company is. Um, sometimes they have a learning and development department or they have other uh, components within HR or people ops that are ultimately serving employees so that they can be product productive both personally and professionally. Got it. So when you see HR leaders implementing some type of mental well-being strategy in a company today, what does that typically look like? So there's it shows up in a number of different ways. You have um, companies that are using wearable technology to track uh, overall growth of employees and, and some people feel that is a wellness strategy um, that that people are taking advantage of. You have diversity, equity, and inclusion training that are supporting the overall well-being of a company, um, making sure people are being seen and heard uh, for the unique aspects that they bring to a business. Um, you have uh, you have ideals around meditation, mindfulness that often get pulled into an overall well-being strategy. And I think a lot of times um, it's felt not as impactful because it's usually done on a broader scale and it only affects a certain population of the employees. It it's, can't be as scalable as, um, as reaching all employees through a, a pretty unique solution. And you mentioned wellness, which I know has been a hot topic 
for a long time that's been growing, but especially during the pandemic when everybody was worried about wellness and what is the wellness of my workforce. But I have to ask, is wellness and well-being the same thing or are those two different things? I think I, I view wellness at the individual level. Um, it's how how supported does one feel and what does their overall wellness goals look like? I think well-being encompasses the inner workings and, and the way that people are um, the way that people are going about living their lives and having, uh, again, some of those challenges that they're working through and goals that they're looking to accomplish. Um, a lot of times they can be viewed in a similar uh, light, but I think as you kind of take a step back, they can mean very different things on, on what the corporate organizational structure looks like and, and how they're looking to really approach and support employees. So if I'm a listener here and I'm saying, okay, Chris, I agree with the premise of your position to say that mental well-being and professional development should be linked. The first thing I'm thinking is, how do I know and is it possible for me to confirm whether or not these are already linked in my organization? And if so, how do I do that? I think you go talk to any single manager uh, that, that manages a, an employee and ask them what a lot of their conversations look and feel like. Um, a lot of what we hear is that a lot of times uh, one-on-ones can can often not just be professional in nature. A lot of times they're talking about the human and, and what they're working through and how that's impacting their overall work and goals. Um, and so I think if you start to think about what that looks like, one-on-ones are generally supposed to be more professional in nature, but it overlaps into the mental well-being and, and how, how per- people's personal life is impacting the overall work life. Um, so I think that's a really great place to start and figure out if that's why it's actually linked. So I know that there are some HR leaders thinking, okay, Chris, that sounds good, but now I'm thinking about the personal development of my employees. What does that even look like? So if one of our managers is talking to an employee and the employee is like, oh, I really like to juggle. What does the manager say? Oh, all right, well, uh, here's some ways you can get better at juggling, and I just found you a juggling course. Or what is that supposed to look like? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't necessarily know if, if the manager is responsible for all aspects of someone's life, right? So um, I think you can sit there and say, totally hear what, uh, what you're saying about juggling and I'm glad you're able to, I'm glad you're able to take advantage of that and make that a hobby in your life. Um, I think at the core level, you want to make sure that employees, if they're going through a personal challenge, that they have an outlet to get support for that. Because if you think that they're able to bring their best self to work, if they're going through grief or loss or are feeling burnt out, um, there's very little chance that they are producing at the level that they could be um, because they don't have a personal support system. And managers often hear that. Um, and I think likewise, a lot of times, unfortunately, mental well-being, mental health is 
stigmatized and um, people don't necessarily know where to start or know how to talk to someone. So a lot of times we hear that when people are getting coaching on a uh, professional development topic, within a few sessions, once they build trust and rapport, that ultimately blends into their personal self. Um, and so making sure that people have a number of different topics that they can be supported on, ranging from personal growth to professional development and overall mental well-being, you're serving a larger population of your employees, um, ultimately helping people get the support, whether they want to juggle or not. Um, and then lastly, you know, I think you're providing an, an amazing resource that pays dividends over the long the long run. Not to go off on a tangent here, but I figured I might as well. Have you seen the show Billions? Of course. Okay. So it almost Wendy, Wendy Rhodes. Okay, so it almost sounds like we're talking about Wendy Rhodes here. For anyone who has not seen Billions, you need to watch it or at least one episode to understand what we're even talking about right now. But for all of you that have seen Billions, it sounds like we're talking about Wendy Rhodes where she's talking to somebody and it's this hybrid of getting yourself out of your own way mentally for you to be able to produce and get shit done professionally. And that seems to be that center of the Venn diagram, which some people would call performance coaching. Is, is that what we're talking about here? It can be. Um, I think there is an element of coaching that does have that feel that is more performance-based coaching. But again, you don't want to pigeonhole an employee to, to really focus on their performance if they have a lot of internal strife that they're working through. You want to make sure that you are providing a support system for a wide range of topics um, that will ultimately lead to greater job satisfaction, greater work-life balance, um, and greater productivity. And I think it's, it's hard to really, um, see a lot of that impact before you instill a program like Boone. But as time goes on, the amount of positive feedback that our HR and people ops leaders are receiving as part of the program and employees sticking at their company longer than they normally would have, um, are all outputs that we see every single day through our coaching platform. So I think, yes, that, that is an element of coaching uh, with the Wendy Rhodes method, at, but that's at a large hedge fund uh, based in New York. So <laughs> we're, really, we're really trying to serve the modern-day employee um, at companies spread throughout the entire country. Did you say serving the modern-day employee or employer? both what is the modern day employee what's what's the typical persona of the modern day employee or a better question might be how do you define the modern day employee and how are they different than the legacy employee yeah i think modern day employee is uh if you look at averages is a millennial at this point um late 20s early 30s they are They've been in the workplace for eight plus years. They are driving a lot of growth at companies throughout the country. 
And that is the modern employee. They expect more out of their employer. They went through a pretty horrific global pandemic that impacted many aspects of their life. Um, and I think they're looking for purpose and support and companies that are able to highlight the benefits that they can offer to support employees in that growth. Um, the better off that company will be, uh, culturally, but, um, also productivity, uh, seeing enhanced productivity as well. I've had a number of guests on the show that admitted that they went from almost having no benefits to then just going crazy on the benefits and potentially overdoing it to the point where employees didn't even know where to start because they had so many platforms providing so many different benefits that the adoption of the benefits didn't really increase from what they had before because it was just this huge buffet of resources yep. there and nobody really knew where to go, what to use, how to use it. And so adoption stalled. And so how do you get employees who really need to use these services or really have a need to use these services to make themselves better, especially when it comes to really important things like mental well-being and mental health? But because it's such an overwhelming number of benefits and perks and other things provided by their employer that they don't even find it, let alone look for yep. it. Yeah, no, it's, it is definitely a challenge that we hear of as well. Um, I think being structured in a program that is aligned is really beneficial. So we actually have a usage-based pricing model where employers pay for Boone as their employees are taking advantage of the program. So structurally, we're aligned, and HR leaders love the idea that um, when their employees are using it, they're paying for it. I think that part is key. Um, the other component is, I think we've heard that feedback too. It's like people feel platformed out. It's, you know, it's gone a little bit further than what people want. It doesn't make it as easy for employees to use some of these benefits. And so we, we make it, we have a full comms playbook that we work alongside HR leaders to tout Boone, what it means to the company. We're layered in with hiring. We're layered in with performance review and strategy. We're layered in on thematic events that happen around our country. It feels like weekly now. Um, and we send emails. <laughs> we send emails and we allow employees to sign up through a really quick, unique link. And so making it as easy for employees to take advantage of the benefits. Um, and then lastly, there's a big virality component that happens. If, you know, I think some of the feedback that we've heard for some of these wellness apps is that people use it and then they stop pretty quickly thereafter. We find at Boone, uh, on average, about 30% of employees engage with a coach. Um, sometimes it can be a whole lot larger than that, but that's on average across all industries. Um, we have a really high second session rate. I think 90% of our employees uh, use about six sessions. On average, we have 10 sessions per employees uh, that take advantage of the platform. So making sure that you're able to measure usage, you have a program that is aligned, um, and you're getting feedback from it because if you 
are providing too many things, it's never going to work as well as providing something that is actually impactful and meaningful. I love how in this world of chat GPT and AI, you say, you know what? We send emails and they work. <laughs> yeah. We send emails. <laughs> we send emails and then HR leaders, HR leaders send, send Slack messages. Um, you know, these are platforms that aren't going anywhere anytime soon. And so we want to make sure that uh, we're supporting the employee. We're supporting the HR leader that is bringing this incredible benefit to further employees to use. And then we're demonstrating impact with our reporting. Um, and then what employees just share internally. It happens. We hear about uh, employees bringing up Boone and, and full company-wide meetings and one-off leadership meetings. Um, really everywhere that you could think of. And a lot of times people tout it as being one of the most beneficial programs that they've ever in installed at their company. Chris, I could talk to you about this all day, but I do want to ask you one last question. We've talked about a lot of stuff here. And so if there was one thing that we talked about today that you would like for our audience to remember, and maybe we didn't cover it, and there's just one thing that we did or did not cover today that you want to leave our audience with, what would that one thing be? I think the market in the world has shifted pretty, pretty quickly here over the last few months. Um, I think doing a survey to learn about what are the most impactful and engaging programs that you are offering to your employees, make sure you're finding what is going to be most beneficial to, to your team because um, ultimately the work isn't going away. Even if you have to do layoffs, like the work is still going to be there. Retention is still key to your business growth. Your people are your most important asset um, and making sure that you're supporting them along that entire journey, whatever that looks and feels like to your company, making sure that they're feeling heard and supported. Um, we, take the approach of coaching as being able to be an amazing resource for employees. Um, and we've seen incredible outputs from our program. So I think making sure you're hearing your employees with what their feedback is, uh, understanding where they're coming from and doing your part to continue to support them, no matter what uh, the company looks and feels like, because, um, Ultimately, you need to continue to, to push forward and be resilient in these trying times. Chris, thanks so much for being such an awesome podcast guest. Really appreciate you sharing all your insights, best practices, and wisdom with our audience. <laughs> Woo! Go, Chris! Thanks, Bruce. So, Chris, where can people find you and Boone Health online? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, Chris Henricks, H-E-N-R-I-C-H-S. Or you can check us out, our website, uh, www.boon-health.com. We'd love to connect with you. Awesome. And we'll be sure to include all of that contact info in the show notes. So for all of you out there who enjoyed this episode as much as Chris and I did making it, please leave us a five-star rating because we love to know if you care about what we're talking about. That would be awesome. Also, if this is your very first time listening to our podcast, and now you're hungry for more episodes, please subscribe to the Employee Cycle Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. 
And last but not least, all of you super awesome HR and people leaders out there, please continue to hire, train, and retain the best workforce possible. Thanks. Later, kids.